Guys, how's everyone feeling? How's everyone been enjoying their day today? Well, you got. Hang on, can I get can I get a woo, a like an even more energetic one now? Woo! Yes. So, because the next conversation we are about to have is absolutely amazing. It, this is going to be the conversation you guys didn't know you needed. And if you did know you needed it, then you was like, well, I, I knew what I wanted. So can, I'm going to introduce our next speaker. Mervyn Reed Nelson is here to help us learn to love ourselves inside and out. A body confidence photographer who aims to help us all overcome the resentments we hold of our own bodies and embrace our individuality. This session is all about making a home out of the skin you live in. Can we get a round of applause and, inch, and make Murph feel welcome on the extra stage, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank come you, thank on. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. The suit is giving everything it needs to That give. was amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. No, you look absolutely phenomenal. Coming from you, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it takes one to know what I'm going to say. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> How are you feeling? I feel good. Yeah? yeah I feel great. Um, I, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, honestly. like. I mean, it wasn't me, but I'm going to take the credit for it because... Take it. Know, take all of it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would have had you <laughs> if I had known. If I was organised, I'd have been like, yeah, we're getting Merv. <laughs> Merv's coming back next year. Like, I'm going to make sure they know. Done. Yeah? I mean, me and you up on the main stage next year. Right? <laughs> Double acting. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm sorry, let me get... But I thought I was somewhere else for a yeah, second. Yeah, got to work Back now. Back in the room. Back in the room. <laughs> so, Merv, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your journey as a body confidence photographer and what inspired you to pursue this work? Great question. Uh, so, does anyone know what a body confidence photographer is? In fact, no one knows what a body confidence photographer is. It's not a search term. No one looks it up on Google. What it is, my job, is to help people love themselves for who they are. That's what I do. It's not about the pictures. The photographer part of it, we're actually, I'm trying to remove myself as being called a photographer. It's actually about giving you a place where you can be yourself and then you seeing yourself back in those photographs and be like, oh, that's what I look like when I'm not thinking about what I look like. It's a bit like going on a roller coaster and you're having this, what, okay, hands up if you prefer photos of yourself that are candid than the ones when you know someone's taking a picture, right? The reason for that is you don't know the person's taking the picture. The minute someone pulls a camera out, you get all awkward and you don't know what to do with yourself and oh my God, what am I gonna do? And then, guess what? You look awkward. And then it confirms that cycle. You look awkward because you were thinking awkward thoughts and so on and so on. So I got into this because shooting weddings in this beautiful country of ours and being as self-deprecative as we are as Brits, people would tell me how fat they are, how ugly they are, don't you'll break my camera with a face like mine and so on and so on, awful. The way people speak to themselves. It's bad. So I'd be like, no, don't say that about yourself, I'm gonna help you. And so I would then go to work with this person and then do that 50 times in a wedding because everyone's doing the same thing and just sit in my car and cry because I was just emotionally drained. So I thought, let me put my skills to good use because I'm a people person first and then photographer second. So I give people a space to just be themselves. That's what I do. I love that, love that. So body confidence is a, is a critical issue in today's society. 
What motivated you to focus on helping people embrace their bodies and overcome self-doubt? Oh. In my work, and I've worked with over 600 people now, the one... Wow, sorry. How many people? <laughs> How many people? Over 600 people. That is amazing. Isn't it? It's that amazing. Is amazing. It is amazing. The, the number one thing I see is people not living, and I'm, and I'm using that word broadly, but having blocks in their lives in some way or another. So that could be recently someone hadn't had photos with their grandchildren, um, didn't have photos at their daughter's wedding, or not going to the beach and not going to the beach, not going on holiday, and so on and so on. It's different for each person. And so I love that I give people the opportunity to start a new life. This is the feedback I get, right? Like it's people writing me letters and emails and sending cards saying, now I can do this thing. Now I've gone for that job interview I always thought I could do, or I'm dating again, or I'm whatever, you know? And that's, the, that's what I get out of this. It's so rewarding, I can't tell you. Like every day someone's like, this has happened to me and it's the most beautiful thing ever. It's incredible. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So how do you define body confidence and why is it important why is it important for individuals to cultivate it? Mm, great question. I mean, apart from the, from the what you just said, yeah, just that feedback and it made it being able to help you do other things in your life. What else can you tell us? I would say that there is a misperception about what confidence is. Mm. We think that confidence is being the life and soul of the party, or the person that's wearing the red dress, or the one that's the outgoing one, the extrovert, the one that's you know, can talk to anyone. It's not that. From my work, what I believe it to be is getting used to being on the roller coaster of life. It's knowing that one day you're going to feel good and one day you're not going to feel as good. And then it's understanding that is what it's going to be like. Almost like getting comfortable with the ride. You are aging as we all are. It is a fact of life. If you can just come to terms with that as a basis, you're doing really well, right? But then it's also in, um, engaging with the idea that your body's gonna change if you have children, if you've had children, or if you've had surgery because you've had something happen, or you know, whatever it is, it's about you know, starting in a place of understanding and respecting that as your truth. I think that's what confidence actually is, not the, the external factors that we think it is. Because I'm telling you, those people that you think are really confident, they are the least confident. And I'm telling you that from my work, okay? It is not the ones who are the loudest that are always the most confident. Just want you to know. Do you know what? It took me a while to understand the lack of confidence I had after having my son. So I was 23 when I had my son. Mm. No one warned me that my, that my body is gonna change and I mm. had to deal with, at the age of 23, having stretch marks on mm. my super flat stomach that mm. I had before. And it took me a good few years. Uh, probably up until, I don't know, maybe four years ago, if I ever had to, you know, show my stomach, I'd be like, don't look at my stretch marks. Mm. So the first one, the first thing someone does is look at your stretch marks, because I've told them not to. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it's like, it was also my way of saying, I know they're there, so don't judge me. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you that they're there before you like yeah. judge me that they're there. Yeah. But, now I'm just like, I don't care. Wear yeah. carnival costumes and everything. Oh, so, amazing. You know, and that, what, what you just said there is exactly what people were saying to me at those weddings, right? It's, I'm going to tell you the thing that I'm most insecure about to prevent you from saying it first because I'm projecting my fears onto you. No one even noticed. No, no one, one even Does cared. Even care? <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. But it's because it's all we see. It's our view of the world. 
So, you know, I think it's also actually quite beautiful. When someone gives you a compliment, we all struggle with compliments, right? But when someone gives you a compliment, it's worth, even if privately later on that day, investigating, I wonder if what they're saying is true. I wonder if it's my opinion of myself that's warped. I wonder if actually, if five people have told me this outfit's really nice, is the outfit then nice? Do I have to tell everyone it cost me £1.50 from Primark? Right? Like, it's like, you know, just what, think about your, how you talk to yourself in your inner mind. I think that's a great place to start as well. Yeah. Thank you. So can you share some common challenges people face when it comes to body confidence? And how, how, do, they, how do you help them address their challenges? That's a great question. Uh, I would say the most common one, usually people think that, and I say this with all the love, and I really mean this, we all think that what's going on for us is unique to us. We think we're the only person that doesn't know how to pose in, for a photo, or we're the only person that struggles with their body confidence or has anxiety and so on. Now, how you're feeling is so valid. It's really important you know that. But how you can start breaking down these opinions that you have of yourself is to start talking to other people about it. Because then if you start saying, Do you know what? I really struggle with the idea of going to uh, the beach in a swimming costume to some friends or even strangers and they're like, me too. I often worry about X, Y, Z. Suddenly you don't feel alone. And when you don't feel isolated, then you can start tackling it with somebody else. And what does that become? A team, right? A team of people now working together to overcome whatever it is. So I'd say that that's a common thing. People thinking that whatever they've got going on is unique to them. That's really common. Um, and I'd say generally it's how we, we think we're viewed in the world, like how we think someone may or people view us and our bodies and what they may be thinking, which often, as we just said, isn't always the case at all. I have learned over the years that the things that men, um, women worry about, men don't actually give two poos about. So Yeah. <laughs> Or, more, or anyone for that matter, you know, like, I, I, you know, if you've got a thought in your mind thinking, okay, I think that if I wear this thing, people are going to judge me for it. That's your own inner narrative. That's, an, that's you projecting your fears out into the world. But actually, you have no evidence of this. No one's actually stopped you and said that thing looks ridiculous on you. That's just your opinion. In fact, I would argue if you asked people, what do you think of this outfit? which is, I know, a terribly brave thing to do, and I'm not suggesting you do it, but you know, if you were to, I guarantee you would get more positive reactions than negative ones. I almost guarantee that, right? People aren't as mean as you think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so your work is described as helping individuals make a home out of the skin that they live in. Mm. Could you elaborate on what this means and how you guide people through achieving it? Amazing. This is a perfect time. Where's my little clicker thing? Ooh. All right. So everyone should have had an envelope, right? Can everyone pop open their envelope? Do I have an envelope? Oh, I can give you an envelope. Here you go. Yes. Here you go. I got you one. There you are. Everyone pop open their I'm envelope. Part of it. Okay, this is a fun little game. Okay. Now in there's a voucher. Put that to one side for a minute. But you'll see there's something else, right? And this is for something for you to take home. And by your means, take a photo of it on your mirror and send it to me. And you might be like, why would I stick this random thing on my mirror? Now, I want you all to look at these numbers, okay? Can anyone just share with me, please, the first thing that you notice? Anyone at all? Okay, go ahead. Five plus five doesn't equal 12. Does anybody else agree with that? Yeah? Okay, 
Gold star for everybody. Okay, well done team. Yay. Okay, the last one's wrong. That is absolutely perfect. Don't put it away just yet. Have a look at it. Here's the thing. I asked, I've asked hundreds of people this question and everyone says the last one's wrong. You're correct. Do you know what nobody says? The first four are right. Ooh. Nobody the negative. No, thank you. <laughs> Everyone looks at the thing that's wrong. And all we do, and you can apply this to your body, to your wardrobe, to your home. Apply it to anywhere you want. I've got this up on my wall at home. Any part of your life, you are always looking for the thing that isn't quite right. Except, in this case, 80% perfectly fine and nobody noticed it. Right? If you're that person that puts in this amazing Christmas dinner, and everyone's like, this is amazing. And then all you can say is, yeah, but the Brussels sprouts are a bit salty, aren't they? Right? Recognize that? That's Not me, because I, I don't cook. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just catch yourself watching out for the, the negative. Yeah? It's, there's so much that is perfectly fine. Let's see if we can focus on that. I love that. Does everyone else love that? Can we get a round of applause for that? That, was, oh, that, was, that game was powerful without even realizing how powerful it was. Thank you. How does, how does our body confidence impact our home lives and everyday lives? Our home, sorry, our home and our everyday lives. Could you ask the question one more time? How does our body confidence impact our homes and everyday lives? Okay. So does anybody here have a photograph up of themselves on the wall? Ah. Oh. Okay, well done. We've got two, okay, three, well done. Amazing, so that's a small percentage. I'd say that's a perfect example of how we could perhaps become more confident of ourselves in our own home. Right, let me give you an example. Everyone here has a dining table or a desk, right? You ever like marked your desk or the dining table or maybe the kids spilt something on it or someone scratched it and now for a while all you can see is that scratch. Anyone got that? Hands up if you know what I'm talking about, right? All you can see is that scratch, okay? And then what happens? After time, you stop seeing it. Does that happen to you, right? You stop seeing the scratch because it just becomes part of the table. So here's the thing. Imagine you had a photograph up of yourself on the wall. Now, you're not going to have a photograph up of your wall on the wall right now because maybe you don't like the way you look or maybe you haven't got a photograph that you love. But imagine you did. And imagine you saw that for the first time. Now, you think you'll pull it apart. You think you'll look for the 20%. You think you'll see the one sum and that you'll be like, I don't like my whatever in that. But this, guess what happens over time? Over time, you start getting used to seeing yourself. You start actually, it goes the other way, you start loving what you see on the wall. The first bit is the difficult bit. It's getting brave to be put yourself up there because you're worried about what everyone else might think. Oh, people are going to judge me for being vain, narcissistic. How often do they live in your home, tell me? These people that you're worried about? Right. The person that comes around once a year and you're not going to do it for the other 364 days, that that's going to benefit your life, we know better. So... My challenge to you is to take any photo. By all means, come and see me and I'll help you. But, but, but in all seriousness, take any photo of yourself and put it up on the wall, right? Even the same thing works on your phone, on your screensaver. It's the exact same process. It's called exposure therapy. A photo that you love of yourself, and even if it's one that's a little bit challenging, put it there and you'll see it every day. And guess what? As time goes on, you won't notice it anymore. And that's how you start the process of learning to love your body. I love that. I love that answer. 
So many people have experienced negative body images due to social pressures and, so, and media influence. How do you encourage people to break free from these influences and embrace mm. their unique selves? Mm. Oh, social media. Oh my goodness. It's the beauty and the beast, isn't it? So here's the thing, I'm gonna be really, I'm gonna be really blunt with you guys. Because I could sit here and we all know social media is awful, it's so bad, everything's on there, it's fake, it's so bad, it's so bad. Now, who took your phone and forced you to follow Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Did anybody force you to follow or watch Love Island? I'm sorry, I'm going to be that person. You have to take responsibility for the things you're consuming. If something is making you feel bad, guess what? Stop eating it. Yeah? That's the first point. Sometimes it's quite difficult to do that because you want to keep up with the Joneses. You want to keep up with that conversation at the photocopier. I get that. How about you say, actually, I don't watch that thing anymore or I don't follow that person anymore. Social media has as much positive going on as there is negative. Maybe that's a tall order, but you get the point I'm making. There is so much out there you can consume that can not only like, impact, you, impact you positively, but will allow you to then subsequently help other people in your lives because you're going to be sharing these things with them. Look at this really cool idea or concept or confidence boosting thing that I saw today and that will help you nurture even greater environments in your life for your friends, family. And hey, listen, if you see something toxic on social media and that came from someone that you love, could be your mum. Mute that person. I hate to say it, I'm going to be really honest with you, your mental health and how you carry yourself in the world is really important. So, you know, I'm going to really encourage you there to be a bit you know, self-critical with kindness, but be honest with yourself. Are you really choosing actively to follow what is making you feel good when it comes to social media? I love that. And we actually spoke about that earlier as well. Like we are in control of our, of what we want to consume. Absolutely. And as well, on top of that, the algorithm starts adjusting to what it is yes. that you're liking. Yes. And what you're viewing yes. and, and, you know, how long you're watch time is spending on a particular video so if you don't like seeing the violence but you're watching it just because someone sent it to you you're gonna get more of it so 100 that was a great point i'm so upset because shari's just waved a little mic at me to let me know let's play oh. shari we are coming to an end but we're not finished yet does anyone have any questions Ask right. me anything. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Since no one has questions, I do have another question. Sure, sure, sure. Merv, can you share some success stories with us oh. where how you've made some, helped someone transform their life, giving them more confidence? Or are we going to cry? I just don't know where to start. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a second. Okay, to okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, the first one that came to mind because I shared this recently is um, so someone that booked to have a shoot with me on. I, what happened for her three days before her session her period arrived okay so if you're a woman in the room you'll have an idea of what that may mean and in this in her case um, her, her side effects were um, she got a bloatedness um, she had breakouts on her face and she got sore back and so she we spoke the day before and she was like I just don't know if this is a good idea it's not the kind of way I want to feel going into what is ultimately going to be something that helps me love myself right I was like fine we can postpone it or, or imagine if you love these photos when you're at your worst. Imagine that. 
and she sat with it for a minute. She was like, okay, let's just do it. Because I booked it and I've been look, looking forward to it for ages. And she came in and she was so nervous. Everyone's nervous, by the way. She was so nervous. And she loved it. And she loved her images. And then the next day, I got a message from her saying that she wore, um, she had cleavage as a dress, in her dress for the first time in her life. And then she wore shorts again two months after that for the first time in her life. And that, for me, was just like such a beautiful thing. And I have hundreds of those stories. You know, I wanna, just want to add, can I add one more thing? Of course you can. If the concept of what I'm saying seems a bit foreign, because you're like, but I don't get it, you're a photographer, but we're not focused on the, on the pictures. I want to give you a really quick analogy about what it is I do. So you're queuing up for a roller coaster and you're nervous, right? Because everyone that I work with is bricking themselves, guys. I'm telling you, they think they're going to die. Shaking with nerves, okay? So you're queuing up for this roller coaster and then you get on the ride and then you're like, you know, the thing's coming down. You're like, okay, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. We could have gone on a holiday. We could have gone shopping. Why have I done this? This is crazy. And then the ride starts. And before you know it, you're having an amazing time. Before you know it, you're like, this is great. I feel liberated. I feel like I'm in my own skin. I can feel the breeze and whatever. And at some point, someone takes a photograph of you, right? And you don't know when it happened. You don't know how they did it. And then you get off the ride and you're elated talking to your friends. That was the best thing ever. And then you walk over to the kiosk and then someone says, hey, this is what you look like when you're having a really good time. That's what I do. I, I am the roller coaster. I create that space where you can just let go and be yourself. And I give you the proof that you are capable of doing anything you put your mind to. When I first came across your page and you was introduced, you, you're just, you were introduced to me. I was mind blown. Your visuals are absolutely amazing. And then got, after that, I was, I saw what you done with taking these women of all different shapes and all different sizes. And you lot walked the streets and just the uh. confidence that came from everyone was, it was infectious. Cause I'm just seeing this through an Instagram post. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So back in August, we did a summer walk um, where we, and Michelle was part of it, um, we, we took uh, 25 women of different shapes and sizes and abilities, and we went through the streets of the West End, right? Just in their underwear. Just in underwear. Just in their underwear. Literally. Which sounds terrifying. And I want to just reiterate, they were really nervous right as you can imagine but like i said earlier what happens in numbers safety so the minute they all got out there it was like like it was like a switch the minute they started they were singing and dancing and we were out there for an hour we walked through soho covent garden leicester square and we got back and they were like not ready to finish and they just, they just carried on you know and they got applause, people were cheering them on down the street, people were like coming out of shops and stuff. It was the most amazing thing to be part of ever. And I was so proud of those women like, for what they did. Uh, it was the best, honestly, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. It was, but just to see it. So, I mean, I would want, every, I want everyone to go and follow you so that they can just see the work, the work that you do and the art that you create yeah. and just how you make women feel. So Thank can you. you just give your handles as well? Sure. Um, you can follow me. I'm actually going to put it up on the screen. Yeah. You can take a picture of this. DJ's not working. But uh, there we go. Take a picture of that. If you, haven't, if you didn't get a sticker, take a picture of it. Um, but you can follow me at you at yours everywhere. Okay? You at yours. 
as in Y-O-U-A-T-Y-O-U-R-S, everywhere. Um, give me a follow, say hi. And, and look, it's a process, right? I'm not expecting you guys to just jump on board with this tomorrow, but do follow me, engage, sign up to the newsletter, read all the testimonials. People will tell you what it's done for their lives. I don't make this stuff up. And again, we've worked with over 600 people, which is phenomenal. So, Give a mic drop energy. Oh, thank you, Danny. <laughs> that, oh, this is, this is amazing. Thank you. Can we get a round of applause for Merv again? This has been such a... It's, <laughs> and just a beautiful way to end the show with body confidence and just feeling yourself. And I just really want everyone to go... I don't want you to go away today, but when you go away today, I just really just want you to hone in on that and just feel yourselves and give yourselves the props that you deserve. So thank you so much. Very welcome. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you.